Hello and welcome to the latest Science of Sport podcast. I'm your host, Matt Solomon, and today I'm delighted to be joined by Jano Vordentolt. So Jano is a first-team strength and conditioning coach at FC Groningen. He was previously a school teacher, and today we're going to learn his three top lessons that you can take from school teachers working in strength and conditioning. This podcast is brought to you by Hawking Dynamics, the world leader in innovative force plate technology. Hawking Dynamics takes a user-centric approach featuring a fully customizable cloud-based software that allows users to easily digest and analyze complex force plate data. The technology is constantly evolving, much like an app update for your iPhone. They communicate with users on a daily basis to make their system better. In addition to all of that, they also offer some of the most competitive prices for bilateral force plates on the market, and they're the only force plate company offering a completely wireless system. So, if you want to find out more, check out their easy intro to force plate section at www.hawkingdynamics.com forward slash blog. So, Jano, welcome to the Science of Sport podcast, mate. It's great to have you here. Well, Matt, um, thanks for the invitation, and I'm uh, looking forward. Me too, mate. It's going to be good fun. So, yeah. we'll crack straight on with it. So, Jano, why is it important that we can learn from teachers in strength and conditioning? Uh, well, first time, you know, we are... Um... We are humans first, and um, you know I'm a teacher. I see myself as a teacher, and um, in the in the past I was a PE teacher um, with kids with behavioral dis- disorders. So I did a lot of observing, and if you look at a, for instance, a typical let, let me let, let me say a typical SNC coach or a uh, exercise physiologist. And next to a teacher, you know, my um, my first principle is to see the human first. You know, I I'm, I really look at the at the human first as a um, as a organism who wants to learn, who wants to see it uh, from their perspective. So it's really good to observe them, to listen to them. And not to say, you know, this is the best for you and this is the best program and let's start with it. So you have to observe and listen first. Um, I'm really good, I think, mixing up all those kind of uh, humans in one setting, like a gym, to see how they are, um, how, how they are working. Um, when I'm giving a, a strength and conditioning uh, program to them. You know, it's always, um, you know, based on their individual needs. So it's not that I'm saying, you know, I'm the, I'm the big master. I'm, I'm the SNC coach. So you have to do what I tell you to do. So rule number one for me is they are human first. Yeah? Um, because I think, and you know, that's more the emotional thing about a teacher. I am, you know, in the end, I think it's about the relationship I have with the athlete, you know, um, from my perspective, you know, it's not the system. Um, it's not the, the, the weight training programs or the supplements, you know, it's working on a daily basis and just building that, that relationship with your athlete. You know, that's, that's really important for me as a teacher. Yeah. That's that's fantastic, mate. And yeah. how how would we then apply that to strength and conditioning? So that's from the the, the teacher side of things. How yeah. would you then yeah. work with that with your athletes? 
Well, what I learned and what I learned from a lot of mentors or um, uh, people, they gave me the information in the and uh, and uh, uh, and the views about how they are working. It's we a lot of about observation and listening to them. So a practical example is um, if they are in uh, at the moment, um, I just sometimes say, you know, here's your individual program and let's go. And they know what to do. They know how to execute it. And, you know, sometimes, and it sounds really crazy, but I learned that in the, in my um, uh, in my bachelor's to become a PE teacher, just sit on a chair and look at them and observe how they are communicating with each other, how they are non-verbally communicating, and just check how they are doing their technical work, how they are executing it, how they are working with the, the intensity you have. Because you're not always have to be there when you are an SNC coach. You know, sometimes I'm, I'm really motivating them. Sometimes I have some kind of one-on-one, you know, just just be with them a little bit closer. Um, but I always have a big view. Uh, I call it a helicopter view about the the progress, about the the room we are we are working in. And you know, another example is when you have a good um, uh, conversation with somebody about their program, but also about their their uh, development about their personal life. I always look how the others are working. So sometimes I just shout to the other end, you know, great work, uh, uh, player B. Uh, and then I go back to the conversation. So they still know that I'm there. You know, I'm there for them. I'm there for their development. So I think, listen, observe, you know. I got to be honest, it's a it's a passion. I love it. I love people, you know. Um, and sometimes you just think, you know, SNC is just a tool to develop people. It's not, I think, um, um, especially in football. When you look at the SNC in football, you know, it's more about uh, executing good a good strength program, and it's not about sport-specific things or, or thinking that you can do a uh, when you have a weightlifting program that uh, people are going to make better decision on the pitch. It's just to make them more robust, you know, and just to see and how to implement a certain program in an SNC uh, environment at SC Groningen is more than only a weight program. It's about having a good uh, relationship with them to buy in. You know, if they have a good relationship with you, they have you, you create more buy-in from them. They go, they go probably harder and, and they work intenser because you know you have a connection with each other. Absolutely. And it, it's it's all about it's all about making better decision on the pitch. So if you make a better robustness player, you know, uh, who can play with a little with more intensity on the pitch, yeah, you create more playing minutes, you create more fun, and I think the most important thing is you the the the, the performance of a player of a team are increasing. You know, that that's the most important thing of our sport to score more than the opponent. So, you know, creating robustness uh, and but to listen and observe and 
to have an idea what their needs are. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, if you are talking, if you are talking all the way and think, you know, I'm, I'm the SNC coach and I know what you, what you got to do and you have got to do a squat, you got to do an RDL, you got to do a clean, you know, it's more important that you have a good eye about how are they responding, you know, how are they adapting on the program? Uh, do they have favorite exercises by themselves? Because if you create a like a 50-50 program, you go, these are the basics, you have to do it. But what are your favorite exercises? And just show me and I'll put it in your program. And then I think you, ha you create a good environment where people can learn. This podcast is also brought to you by Gymwear. Gymwear have Flex. Flex is the latest product to enter the world of velocity-based training and is developed by the team at Gymwear. Flex is the only laser-based system available, and it's this unique technology that makes Flex the most accurate and reliable barbell tracking product in the sub-500 US dollar category. It's wireless, portable, and specifically designed for individual use with its own social platform and automatic training lock. Flex captures all the critical performance and technique metrics that people demand from a velocity-based training device. Velocity, power, bar path, range of motion, and even bar position. Live feedback is delivered through the Flex app on every lift, and the data is automatically stored for review. Find out why VBT is such a powerful training method and what separates Flex from the competition at flexstronger.com forward slash VBT future. That's, I think, my rule number two, listen and observe. And I think when you have number three, and that's, you know, that's my... I think my, my purpose in life to be a really good teacher, teach them, you know, this environment um, where we are working at the moment at FC Groningen, we have a great SNC uh, environment. Um, yeah, it's just for you to develop your skills. What is it from, for me, it goes far beyond only the skills you need on the pitches, you know, also give them a certain kind of skill set. Uh, I think which is far beyond only playing football, you know. Um, and when I when I'm in the when I'm in the gym, you know, I think the environment is is really like um, the keepers are are doing their work, you know, the defenders are doing their work, uh, the the midfielders are doing their work, the attackers are doing their work. But then first, at, you know, and that's the, I think the most important thing is they are not attackers, they are not defenders or midfielders or keepers, you know, they're humans first. So they are responding uh, uh, always different on a certain kind of load, on a certain kind of intensity. And to have a good, good eye for that, you know, that's a really important because when they are coming in for a warm-up, for, for example, and they... Um, Yeah, they have a lot of talk and, you know, you, you can see that the energy is, is, is going to the gym. And, and, you know, I can, you know, my feeling and I, I, I can see and that's just more about, I think, the, the, the experience I have is that they are ready to roll. You know, they are ready to, 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 to shift to the, the sixth gear and, and, and play with full intensity on the pitch when I'm preparing them. But if they're coming in, and that's the other 
that's the other side, I think. And, you know, I, I see that they are tired and, you know, maybe, maybe the group or maybe some such, maybe an individual, you know, two of them. I always have a talk, you know, guys, how are you doing? Oh man, we are so tired. And if, if that's counting for the whole team. You know, I always have a, a quick chat with the, with the coaches, you know, we have to adjust the training program for today or maybe so some two or three guys are just doing some some has had some bad recovery you know and they can they probably have uh, to do um, 60% of the training we scheduled so it's really important to listen to them to teach them how to be owner of their own uh, process and I, I'm a big guy on process so um, uh, it's not about only about today it's not only about next week but it's uh, like year by year by year how you're developing your own uh, career and you know you're always maybe the ar- the architect of your own uh, of your own career right? yeah, I, I uh, really like that I really like yeah, the, the yeah. architect uh, yeah, visualization yeah. at least so um, yeah. yeah yeah go, go make boy what are you gonna say yeah well well it's not it's not the you know it's not I think um, really big what I'm saying right now but you know listen observe and adjust and all, all, you know, we have tools for it. You know, we, we use uh, uh, TQRs, uh, you know, to to uh, scale their uh, recovery from, you know, uh, from six to twenty. They fill it in every morning. We have the RPE. You know, after every training, you you fill in the intensity. We have the GPS. Everything. You know, we got everything on FC Groningen, Groningen to measure their uh, maybe their rate of perceived exertion to, to the recovery. We got a gym aware. We got you know. We got everything to external and internal um, 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 follow their process. But in the end, you know, you have to observe and you have to look at your players, how they are feeling, how they are uh, working, how they are, how, how is their behavior in the morning? How is it when they, you are coming in to the, to the, to the locker room? And, how, you know, I immediately, can, I immediately can see how a guy uh, is in the morning, you know, how their temper is. And, you know, that's so important to, to communicate also with the, with the, with the players and also with the coaches. And, you know, that's a big role for me. Absolutely. I really, I really Absolutely. like it. I really like that. Good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the key, right? If you didn't yeah. like it, then, uh, <laughs> then you might as well get a well-paid job somewhere else. But, um, True. I want to, I want to try something a little bit different, right? I'm yeah. going to try to get some really short, sharp answers out of you. Yeah. Um, for some specific, specific questions. Yeah. So, for example, if I say, how much time do you think as a percentage in the gym mm. do you spend observing? What do you think that is? 80-20. 80-20. observing yeah. and 20% uh, coaching. Talking. Um, giving, them a, uh, giving them the thumbs up. Um, you know, sometimes if a guy do, does uh, uh, their pull-up max, you know, I stand behind them and shout to them. <laughs> only, only for a small time but you know then i go back and step back you know it's it's about them it's not about me so how much of the data do you use and how much of a big impact does that make on your decision making compared to the state that you see them in the morning so you've got all of this data you've got a big report yeah how important is that compared to the way that you see them in the morning oh really great question um 50-50. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, I got I to be honest, my eyes never lie. 
I can imagine that if the body language is poor, and I said yeah. there's this downside with loads of online training now, the body language is poor, you can't really deal with it. No. Um, and I, I noticed myself in trainings this week, I can go to someone and just sit there and, and they, they talk yeah. and you work it out. But anyway, on with the questions. Um, so you've got a head coach who's uh, unsure of your, uh, of your core. How do you make sure that you can get across the information that you need so the head coach can agree with your decision? Well, first of all, they are uh, filling in their recovery score. So, for instance, if you had got 6 to 20 and 20 is very, very good recovered and 6 is very, very poor recovered, they fill in an, an 11, you know, that's one. The second is, you know, if you look to their, you know, uh, non-verbal non, non behavior, you know, you look to their eyes and yeah, they look sleepy. Uh, and, you, and the third is when you uh, dig in the, to the data and see how much they did the last week or the last two days or the last three days. So those three things uh, are my KPIs to go to the coach and say, you know, maybe we, we have to, um, uh, maybe we have to do, adjust the training. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, but, but, but most of all, you know, we are, we are practically always on the same line with each other, the coach and me. So yeah. we have, a, we have a good uh, relationship with each other. So that's, that's, that's really, that's really important. <laughs> it helps a yeah. lot as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, how much time do you spend individually sitting with your athletes and how much time would you like to spend individually sitting with your athletes? Well, uh, I've got some kind of roster, you know, um, every week, um, you know, in, in, in the four weeks, uh, because at the moment we got 25 players. Uh, so I see each player uh, individually. Um, for instance, uh, one time, per three weeks individual uh, i make uh, appointment with with them you know just one-on-one -on -one. and but you know on the other hand you know the small talk i think is more important to follow the process and you know that's on a daily basis you know it's it's all about if you want to have an impact you know you've got to be there in the room you've got to be there every day so that's i think the most the, the most important impact you have on players mate absolutely fantastic um, can you give us a quick summary of the of the things that we discussed today? So what the what are the three lessons, um, yeah. and maybe just a, a thirty second uh, bullet point summary. Okay, lesson number one: um, they are human humans first. You know, see, uh, yeah, that's that's really important. Um, lesson number two: listen, observe, adjust. Lesson number three: be really, really eager to teach them, and you know. Um, ending with that you know um if you if they see that you are loving your job you know they can see that you want to uh, that they can see you know uh, this guy is really 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 big on uh, developing me so uh, you know you gotta love your job and you know um be there for them and not for yourself mate absolutely fantastic Jano, massive thanks for your for your time today i really appreciate it and yep. uh, i look forward to the next one yeah well thanks man Absolute pleasure, buddy. Cheers. Okay. Thanks for your time. And that's it. Once again, a massive thanks to Yana for all of his hard work on today's podcast. I really appreciate it, and I'm sure you do too. Before you leave, I want to point you in the direction of our free-to-enter brand new competition. The competition is to win a place on our new course, Six Figure Coaching. So what the course is going to do is it's going to ensure that you can get more clients, you can grow your sport performance business, and you can skyrocket your finances. So if you're struggling or you're stuck on the same amount of money every single year, 
You can win this course until the 25th of June. 25th of June. It's free to enter and just click the link in the show notes. So in just a few seconds, all you have to do, find the show notes, click the link and enter for free. So massive thanks to you guys for taking the time to listen today. I really appreciate it. If you can take just a second to give us a like and a share, that would be much appreciated as well. And make sure you hit follow on whichever subscription service you might be listening to. So massive thanks from me. I'm Matt Solomon for Science of Sport and I'll speak to you next time.